Hello. All right, there we go. This link works. Yeah, the other one, it was weird. It was asking me to, like, put in my name and email for some reason. I think it was, like, normal. Very strange. All right, but uh, welcome back to another episode of the Jersey Dynasty Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. And I'm your other host, Ryan. Today, back again with another episode, keeping up the consistency despite the challenges they're throwing my way. Yeah, they're praying on our downfall. They're praying on our downfall, but we're pushing through. Especially Duffy, I have you noticed the consistent hate from Duffy? Consistent hate, man. Like, gotta we were... respect it. Gotta respect being a consistent hater. Uh, hate... He's really putting in the hours. Yeah, the haters fuel us, man. They can throw as much hate as they want our way, but it's not going to stop me at this point. I'm going to keep going. We're going to keep going, I should say. Yes, sir. But uh, yeah, we're here. We got a, another week of football to cover. What was this last week? Week, week seven. seven. Hey, man, these weeks, they just be flying by yeah. at this point, man. I, that's what I hate about NFL season. It just feels like it goes by so fast. Terrible uh, week of football. Probably the worst one yet, I'd say, honestly. There was uh, two two one-score games. I'm saying three one-score <laughs> games the whole week. Yeah, I mean, that's not a uh, ideal situation. One, two, yeah, three. Holy fuck, these were some rough games. Yeah, real uh, ugly shit. Yeah, we're going to talk about week seven, talk about week eight. That's going to be, hopefully week eight's better. Uh, We're going to have division power rankings. I'm not going to lie, it was kind of hard to rank the divisions after like one and two. I'm not going to front. Yeah, I struggled. I think think we may have different ones. Yeah, I think uh, three through eight are definitely going to be interesting. I think and, one through three separate themselves from the rest. Yeah, that's kind of how I started to feel about mine. And then I had, and then we're gonna talk some Jersey Dynasty, maybe. And who knows what else might come up? Maybe some NBA seasons off to a hot start. Yeah, who, who knows? Nets just lost. Just came from watching that. Uh, just disappointing start to the year. But we'll get it going. Harden yeah. is still fat, so he's yeah, got to play I, himself in the shape. All I gotta say. Is Bing Bong baby? That what? shit's too Bing Bong. Did you want, did you see the video of the Knicks fans after the opening night game? Oh versus yeah, the Celtics? yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, oh that's my God. The, one of the funniest videos I've seen in he my does entire. The L bands. That guy, f- fuck Boston. <laughs> that guy and the dude that goes, uh, we had the Blasio, we had Cuomo. <laughs> yeah. It was rough shit. Oh, but we that... have the Knicks bit, and the whole, everyone starts going, that shit is hysterical. Yeah, that shit I... was hilarious. When the guy started dancing, I started cracking up. I got We got to get that on a t-shirt or something, like the, the Palazzo Cuomo shit. That's, gotta be, that's an all-timer right there. Oh, yeah. But uh, we'll start talking week seven here. Starting off Thursday night, Broncos-Browns, 17-14 win for the Browns. Uh... Ain't not gonna lie, Chief. I barely tuned into this game. Yeah, I watched this one. Um, Ernest Johnson had didn't waste his opportunity. Yeah, Ernest Johnson day. One forty six and a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> the Browns have three running backs that could be starting in this league on other teams. Like that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Maybe it's just like Ernest Johnson, not much film on him, but he even took his opportunities last year. So good for him. Yeah. Um, good for Broncos. Case Keenum. The Broncos are a dumpster fire. Yeah, Case Keenum, uh, everyone expect. I mean, Case Keenum fits the scheme really well. Uh, we yeah. talked about the Minnesota connections and everything last week. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, 
it's definitely not a long shot to come in and win this game. The Broncos offense just looked terrible. We should have gotten a horse cock lock sighting at halftime, and, and everyone knows it. Mm-hmm. Teddy was hurting. He looked even worse than he had the past few weeks. Just a terrible performance from the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll get horse cock? I need it. I hope we do. Their bye probably is coming. It's probably coming up soon, I think. But I mean, hopefully they have a bye soon. Maybe bye week. They say, "Eh, why not give this a uh, horse cock lock kid another shot and see what happens there." Let him go out there and sling. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Browns. I mean, this is a, a big win for you guys to stay in like that AFC North competition. So yeah, that AFC North is crazy. Yeah, you see where is. they land on my divisional yeah, power Yeah, it is, uh, it is some division, I have to say. But uh, Cleveland gets the win on Thursday. I mean, I, I can't even say it was, it was a sloppy game, but, like, it was one of the only close games this week, so. Yeah, it was, like, all the best we got, really, but yeah. it wasn't that good. Um, Actually, the best game of the week's kind of terrifying, if you really think about it, but at least what I would say the best game of the week was. Yeah, actually, even though it wasn't a one-score game, that Rams game was pretty good. Yeah, because it was close for the majority of the way. That or the uh, the Falcons game, as terrifying as that sounds, the Falcons-Dolphins game. But uh, our next game here, Chiefs 3, Titans 27. I mean, what's going on in Kansas City here? Ever since, I mean... I, Andy Reid, I'm looking at this, Andy Reid is 1-8. Versus the Titans career. Wow. That's kind of crazy. I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, But just a complete beat down. Derrick Henry didn't even need to go off. This was just like an all around. No, Derrick Henry went off through the air. <laughs> yeah, that messed up a parlay for me. If he would have just scored it on the ground. He I, would, I know. I, I, I remembered your text message about that. I was like, damn, that's so ass. Yeah, real unfortunate. But the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is getting knocked around. Yeah, had a... Uh... Little concussion scare, but he somehow passed protocol. When I don't think that dude knew he was in Kansas City for a little bit there, but yeah, the protocol or, may be based on how good you are, but uh, yeah, that's, that's for another day. Or if he wasn't, I guess the game was in Tennessee, but still, ugly hit, ugly game from the Chiefs. National tight end game. They couldn't even show Travis Kelsey love. Do we start uh, taking the Titans uh, real seriously now? I think we might have to, honestly, like. I mean, they've gone, you know, they've gotten a few big wins now. They beat the Bills and Chiefs back-to-back weeks. Uh, non, I mean, you know, besides the loss to the Jets, I mean, uh, you know, solid season out of them so far. They might be a – I know they play the Colts this week. That's going to be a big game for the uh, AFC South. So They could pretty much wrap up the division with a win against the Colts this mm-hmm. week. So. will be wow. interesting to see. And, you know, if they're that far ahead – and this is before Derrick Henry usually even hits a shot. Yeah, we're not even in, like, November Henry yet. Like, I mean, that's the scary part, or December Henry, whenever it starts. I mean, he's been the best running back in the league, and it's October. Usually it's, like, week eight on is when he starts to kick up. So, I mean, that's kind of terrifying for the rest of the league. But, uh, yeah, Chiefs, I don't know, I guess. It's not even – you can't even say Super Bowl hangover this year because they lost the Super Bowl. Like, you would expect them to come out – hot you know or like more like determined or whatever the case may be and it just doesn't look like that this year yeah they gotta do something i don't know what they gotta do but yeah something's gotta give maybe if they didn't invest so much money into their offense you know i mean 
Yeah, they got a lot of, as Joe C put in the chat, uh, the overpaid vets. They may yeah. have a very expensive defense, but they don't have a lot of... Yeah, expensive doesn't mean good. Yeah. So, moving on. Next game here, we had Packers football team. A 24-10 win for the football team. I got to say, though, the football team, like, it says 24-10 on the scoreboard, but I really think the football team shot themselves out of this game. Yeah, they really did. Uh, that rule sucks. Yeah, the Heineke play. That yeah, that rule really really sucks, and I think mm-hmm. there should be like an exception to that rule, like within the five yard line. Like, yeah, obviously, like that is just so so bad. Like mm-hmm. that has to that has to be changed. There has to be an exception right around the goal line. Yeah, I mean that happened. I think they what missed a field goal or something too. That was like a pretty close or a field goal got blocked. Like and they, fumbled, they they didn't get it on fourth down. Yeah, they... a lot of things uh, went wrong for the football team in the red zone against the worst red zone defense in the entire league and the Packers, who have allowed a touchdown every single time a team had gone to the red zone before this game. So, yeah, two and five pretty much wraps it for that division. Yeah. That was going to be the only threat to the Cowboys, and they look like they pretty much got everything figured yeah. out. So. so, And the Packers, I mean, you haven't lost since opening day. Uh, this is going to be a tough week for them. They're without Devontae Adams, without Alan Lazard. Both oh, really? Co- Lazard's out too? Yeah, they're both in COVID protocol. Oh, damn. So they're going to be lining up Twitter user Ball.OG and free Denzel Mims out wide this weekend. Oh, my route tree Thursday. is nasty, bro. My, I, I could I could hold my own out there. I can probably run in like one round and then got to sit a few plays, get the oxygen tank, and then, you know. We're working yeah. on building the stamina up, though. Trust that. You got to get it ready for the Thanksgiving game. Hopefully. Hopefully I can play in the Thanksgiving game. I'm You'll trying. Get, yeah. I'm trying to pull strings at work right now. So you gotta. You're gonna have to be blocking Meech. Oh God. Oh, I forgot. Meech and I have to have the halftime show too. And you, yeah, you got the, the walk contest. Oh man, that's gonna be that's gonna be generational. But uh, anyway, next game here. Uh, what I thought was gonna be in the game of the weekend, we had Bengals forty-one, Ravens seventeen. The Bengals. There was, uh... There was a point here in this game where you're like, okay, the Ravens are driving. They're about to get back into it. And then the, Ra- the Bengals just pull away. Yeah. Jamar, Kate, uh, Jamar Chase, two hundo. Yeah, Jamar Chase, two hundo. CJ Uzama, two touchdown game out of him. I mean. Again. Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow lights it up, 400 yards passing. Um, I mean, you know, what, what can you say about the Bengals at this point? I mean, they look like a good football team. Yeah, they look like a legit football team, but I do believe that this may be the sixth or seventh time since 2005 that the Bengals have started 5-2. and two. Uh-oh. So everyone is starting to get a little bit lost in this Bengals hype, saying they've completely turned it around and things are different now, when in reality they are very much not because they've done this six or seven times yeah. before in recent years so mm-hmm. and the only way that things are different is the if if the Bengals win a playoff game this year yeah because they've gotten to the playoffs like six times in the past like 15 years so that's not the issue they've had good teams they've won regular season games before so i i've heard i've seen a lot of media this week talking about how things they've really uh changed things in in cincinnati and they really haven't yet mm-hmm. that's the only way that it happens it's been like 30 years since the Bengals have won like a playoff game so yeah the Ravens, on the Ravens' side of it, they're still definitely an upper echelon team, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, they just 
that there's just a, a few crucial plays in every game that could yeah. turn it into something like this, and they just they just got the wrong end of it this time. So, yeah, it felt like every time there was a crucial play, it went the uh, the Bengals' way for sure. So, yeah, really subpar tackling by the uh, yeah Ravens secondary there on that Jamar mm-hmm. Chase play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're getting ripped in film all week. Yep. At least they're on the bye this week, so they, they get a, they get a week off to think about things. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we had Giants twenty five, Panthers three. Uh, Sam Darnold, welcome to the bench. The yeah, way to say that a for bench for the XFL MVP front runner before yep. it got shut down. Yeah, Mr. PJ Walker, who did not look good in his relief appearance. I do this have to game say. was five to three deep into the third. Yeah, Giants were able to pull away in the second half on some uh, Danny Jones magic, I guess. Probably Panthers and in incompetence on offense too. Uh, I mean, that guy Danny Dimes is gonna get killed, dude. <laughs> Bro, it's like. It's really confusing to me because I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes he makes some plays, and I'm like, you know, this dude might like, you know, he could be a decent NFL quarterback. And then other times, it's like, what the fuck is he doing out there? Like this dude literally thinks he's Vanilla Vic or something, man. I really don't even know at this point. Yeah, man. Like slide, just please slide. And the things, and it, the play calling is not setting him up for safety either. No. I mean, Jason Garrett was just chucking them hospital balls. Yeah, so over the middle. I mean, yeah, someone's gonna die on that, and that half of that Giants offense is already dead. In fact, so I mean, I don't yeah. know. So the Panthers. I mean, <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine being uh, Stephon Gilmore right now. Oh yeah, trade for you go there when they're three and zero. You're all hyped. You're like, oh, by the time I come back, we're gonna be in the thick of it for this playoff race. Uh huh. Nah, man. Darnold turned into a pumpkin. Four yep. straight L's. I mean, yep. just so bad. CMC merchant. Really? I mean, when's he back? I don't know. But when he does come back, he's getting 40 fantasy points first game back. And then he'll be out again. Yeah, and then he'll get hurt. So it doesn't even matter. But uh, moving on. Next game here we got Falcons 30, Dolphins 28. Good game of football here, I actually have to say. Kyle uh, Pitts is yeah, dude. Kyle Pitts breakout day. Gotta say for him, uh, you know, Falcons were able to move the ball on offense pretty well. Uh, came down to some field goals at the end. Dolphins hit one. There was a Dolphins late touchdown followed up by a uh, Falcons field goal to win it. I think that's what might have happened. Yeah, and the Falcons are Falcons are three and three right now. You yeah, know? You Falcons... think we can get a little uh, Maddie backdoor in the, Hey, the you never fight? you never know, man. I mean, if if they keep utilizing Pitts the way they have and maybe get Calvin Ridley a little bit more involved, I think they could really be on to something. So. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, yeah, that's definitely a thing they have to work on. Because he had a touchdown, but like he's not been getting involved yeah. the way that you'd want him to. So, But uh, Dolphins, uh, don't worry. The Rub and Tug Kings hopefully coming soon for you guys. Although Tua hasn't looked that bad, like giving Tua a little bit of credit here. I mean... I thought he's played all right recently, but I just don't 
think he has the arm. It's just it's the whole lefty quarterback thing. It throws me off. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come man, on, this man. is coming, bro. It just looks weird. It, it like watching a quarterback throw left-handed looks weird to me. You're you're a traitor for that, man. We're supposed to be in this together. Bro, I love him, man. Like it's awesome. It's a lefty starting quarterback. But like the I don't. It's just maybe I'm so like I haven't seen a lefty quarterback since what, Vic. There's definitely been one since somebody I can't think of anyone. Since I can't think. Oh, Tebow. Oh, he doesn't count. So, like, I mean, there's got to be someone else in that time frame. I'm, ass- I'm assuming, but like, still, like, it just it it looks like a little weird. I don't know, but he's slinging it recently. So, shout out to him. Yeah, he's slinging it to a one. I mean, hey, man, guys, do they even have their first round pick this year? Do not think so. I don't think so. Do the Texans already have that pick? The Texans, I don't think they have a pick this year either. No, but do the Texans have Miami's pick and that like Loremi Tunsil deal? Deal is possibly. that possibly, possibly. Uh, I don't know. But uh, moving on to the next game here, uh, Patriots fifty-four, <laughs> Jets thirteen. Uh, not not our proudest moment here, I have to say. Uh, Zach Zach Wilson. Thank God it wasn't his ACL because I would have cried. Yeah, uh, you you jumped the you jumped the gun a little bit on bro, that. Like my, his ACL's gone. It didn't. It it wasn't that. My bad. life flashed before my eyes when he went down. I'm not even joking. Like it literally felt like time went to a standstill. So <laughs> what's your costume gonna be when you go to the stadium? Um, for Mike White. Guess who? You you may be spotting Mike Baylock at the stadium. Oh really? Yeah, him and my mom are going. Oh, nice. Um, you know how the school gives out like those leftover, or, like those Jets tickets yeah. for like, nice, nice guy of the week? Mm-hmm. My mom got some leftover ones, too. It's like, and I'm not fucking going to watch Mike White play quarterback. No, nah, sir. man, this might be chills. You never know. Jets, no. somehow, Jets somehow win this game. This goes down in history, by the way. Like, you'll never hear the end of the Mike White game. <laughs> but, um. Uh, uh, you keep dreaming. Patriots did whatever they wanted on offense. Didn't matter who was playing quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight. It did not matter. They were they were bringing the- in guys off the street, asking them, "Hey, you want to score multiple touchdowns in this game?" JJ Taylor with a two touchdown. Brian Hoyer sighting. Yeah. It was it quotes, was all downhill. Quotes around JJ Taylor's uh Brian Hoyer sighting. That guy exists. Uh, Jacoby Myers still can't find the end zone, which is absolutely gut wrenching. They me, they got they got they got postal draw... workers scoring two touchdowns, and they've never gotten <laughs> Jacoby one. <laughs> but um, uh, Zach Wilson's out. I think two to four weeks. Hopefully, they let him play in December when I'm supposed to see them play the Jaguars. I you pray. Only get tickets to the hot to the marquee matchups, huh? Uh yeah well I mean Bengals was obvious I wanted to see Burrow yeah and then, uh Jaguars was a Christmas present that my sister well Christmas and like birthday present combo my sister got me so you're I gonna was, see James Robin hopefully we play the beats those that week so you can see James Robinson piss on your dreams yeah but um shout out J Rob but uh yeah at least Elijah Moore scored I I tweet Elijah Moore day every single Sunday. And he it, happened. Been, it finally happened. He finally scored. Please get Elijah Moore the ball. That's all I'm asking. Um, nothing else to say about this. It was an absolute shambles. I would have liked their defense to maybe get more than one stop at some point during this game. It did not happen. <laughs> um, yeah, all I'm saying is give me that top three pick, baby. That's all I want. So, 
moving on. Next who, game. Who you? Uh, who are you already scouting? Uh, <clears throat> Derek Stingley Jr., defensive back, LSU. Yeah. I have bad memories with safeties from the University of Louisiana State University. I do have to say, fuck you, Jamal Adams. But uh, he well, plays. He got you. He got you a haul, man. He got me free. Two, he got us two free first round picks. So, yeah, man. Um, however, he plays corner. I believe he's the number one corner in the draft. So, give me that top three pick or Evan Neal, offensive lineman from Alabama. One of the two. It's but a risky the C pick. Yeah, corner, Al- corner that early, top three. Yeah, it's. I'm hoping he's like prime Deion Sanders. That, but uh, moving on to our next game, we had Raiders Eagles, uh, 33-22 win for the Raiders. Wasn't even that close. No, Eagles got <clears throat> Eagles got some garbage time points, I believe. Right, Jalen Hurts continues to not have a fantasy game under 20 points. By the way, yep, he's special in fantasy. Just a horrible, horrible actual quarterback, though. I mean, yeah. he's just having some Tebow stat lines in the first yeah. half. But uh, the Raiders, they did show love on National Tight End Day to Foster Moreau. Shout out him. Big Rich game. Uh, Getting his second straight win. Yeah. Hey, man, they haven't lost since they fired Gruden. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, man, Team Morale <laughs> must have gone sky high after that. Yep. You, you rally around fuck that guy. So. Hey, you go into the bye. What's their record? Three and four? Four and three? For who? Wow. The Raiders, three five and, and four. two. They're the number two team in the what? conference. <laughs> They're five and two. Yeah, that's wild. Good for They're, those they, guys. They are. They would be the two seed right now. Holy sh! Who's the one seed? The Bengals. Yeah. What the? F- what fucking world are we living? Holy shit! Biden's wow. America. This this is insane. Ever since wow, I don't even know what to say at that. But I just want to move on to the next game. Not even not even talk about anything else. Uh, then we have Lions 19, Rams 28. I just want to shout out Dan Campbell. He left it all out there this week. He weekend. was trying. They they get, they get the early big play to Swift. Then they run the onside kick and get it. Then they run the fake punt. They get that. You start out up 10 nothing, And then it just all went to shit after that. The Rams just have too much firepower, man. Yeah. I mean, Matt Stafford, another good game from him. Cooper Cub, big game out of him. Uh, and then, I mean, yeah, Rams, once they just took care. You know, after that opening 10 nothing deficit, it was just all Rams, really. So, Shout out to Matt Stafford, keeping it up. Yes, John sir. John Stafford. John Matthew Stafford. But, uh, yeah, so, crunch of the Rams. I mean, this is what I expected from them to be one of the top teams in the NFC, so. Lions, you're gonna get you're gonna get a win soon. Like yeah, I, on I, Thanksgiving. Oh, that imagine they get their first win on Thanksgiving. You know, that'd like be, like zero and twelve, zero and eleven, or something zero and eleven, like something along the zero and ten. I don't know, but that would be uh, extraordinary. I'd have to say that'd be chills. Ford Field would be rocking. That would be a great Thanksgiving gift. Yeah. Then we had a four o'clock window. Oof. Oogie Oogie, Buccaneers 38, Bears 3. Uh, five turnover game for Justin Fields, which, I mean, I want to give him some sort of credit, but I, I, I those were some, the, the interceptions were rough. 
Yeah, that defense was just playing with them all day. Yeah, I mean, the, even... the offensive line couldn't block for him, and he was the fumbles are rough. I mean, it's like blindside hits, and it's like it's just yeah, that's a rough situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tom Brady gets his 600th touchdown. Mike Evans gives away the ball. What do you think about the trade the uh, the fan got? Have well, you, uh... I heard he also got a Bitcoin on top of all that other shit, like a thousand dollars to the team team store. Yeah, and that, I mean, that'll get you what a jersey and a half. But yeah, uh, he'll, probably, he'll probably get you a few, like two realistically, jerseys. all the people on on Twitter and stuff that were saying like I would have held the ball, I would have held the ball, and Brady even was like I would have held the ball. I I mean, I I don't think they they were gonna let him hold the ball. <laughs> No, nah, I think they would have kept throwing him more stuff. I mean, I, I think he wants a golf outing with Tom Brady. I, I It would be cool. I hope he gets it. I mean, that'd be sick. Yeah, and even though, like, the, the ball is, like, worth 500 k or something like that, probably more because people will overpay for it. But, I mean, he's still mm-hmm. got a Bitcoin out of it. He's getting a lot of attention, publicity, yeah. you know. The Bitcoin's huge, though. Yeah. I mean, he has, like, season tickets for the rest of this season and all of next season. Like, Let's see how much a Bitcoin is at right now. That's got It's got to be up there, I think. At 58000 Yeah, and it only keeps going. I mean, sheep coins up to, like, actual currency. So, I mean. But, is uh, that Brady's? No, I forget what sheep coin is. I just know a bunch of people I work with invested in it, and, like, it skyrocketed today for some reason. Damn. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I... I thought he got a decent package. Yeah, it could have been worse. I mean, it could have been worse. Like, he has season tickets for the next year and a half. He got, what, like an autographed Brady jersey? Like, I mean, $1,000. Like, the Bitcoin's huge, though. I mean, yeah. 58K and it keeps going up. Like, I would ask for two, though, so I could sell one and, like, yeah. actually reap the benefits of it, you know? Yeah, because he's got to hold on to that Bitcoin for a while. So, but, uh, yeah. And plus, Fuck. you don't want Brady to think you're a dick and stuff by like, yeah, like I, I mean, yeah. I feel like everyone was a little too quick to clown the guy. Like, if you put yourself in his shoes, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, that's Brady's 600 ball. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just an ordinary football. You know, I mean, that's that's like Brady's career milestone right there. You know, like you didn't ask to be handed that football. Yeah, exactly. Mike Evans, Mike Evans made a mistake. And, you know, they're just trying to make it right. So, But uh, moving on to our next game, 31-5 win for the Cardinals. Yeah, I believe this was the scoregami of the week. It uh, was. It yeah. is, yes, indeed. It was scoregami. Shout Which out is, to that. Love to see it. Always love to see that for sure. But, uh, you know, credit to the, the Cardinals. They didn't fall into the trap game. I believe they covered the spread too, which is also, also impressive. Um, Texans another never... five three slugfest for a while. Yeah, Cardinals came out very slow, but then uh, once like the second quarter kind of hit in, and the Cardinals everything just started going their way. D Hop was getting touchdowns. Zach Ertz was looking like he was young again. Um, <laughs> I, look, they're a scary team, the Cardinals. Although I do have to say, a graphic was made today. Did you see the graphic? The uh, the gauntlet with the stones in it for the Cardinals. I did not. All right, so I think Bleacher Report made a graphic with uh, the gauntlet, like Thanos' gauntlet with the Cardinals players of stones in it and Kyler wearing it. And it had the stones being D-Hop, uh, A.J. Green, Chase Edmonds, uh, Christian Kirk, 
And then they made like the big stone that goes in the middle of the gauntlet, um, Zach Ertz. And the last, oh wait, yeah, the last stone was James Conner. That's terrible, man. Like they put James Conner over Rondell Moore. <laughs> Dude, like none of those guys are Infinity Stone. If anything, the the defense should be part. Yeah, of like the they should have been putting stone. like Buddha Baker, Byron yeah. Murphy. Uh, you like, think they throw JJ Watt on there? Yeah, because everyone the media sucks off JJ Watt. So know? bad graphic. Good win for the Cardinals. On brand for some of those Bleacher Report graphics, though. Mm -hmm. Some of those are pretty rough. I believe it was Bleacher Report. I might be uh, wrong about that. They are the ones responsible for the Larry Ants Jr. Oh, God, the worst video of all time. I saw one of a baseball. I think someone made a baseball one. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I Somebody... think Correa turns into Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> like Jesus, man, you gotta stop with this. But uh, then we had Sunday night, your Colts getting the big win over the uh, the 49ers 30 to 18 win. Good game, gotta say. I was, I was interested, I was focused, I was locked in. Uh, credit to the uh, the Colts and Carson Wentz. I thought he played a good game, he did. He had a few sloppy uh, mistakes. Early, all the, him and Jonathan Taylor, but bounce back. Uh, this was the type of game that the Colts team is built to uh, win—a sloppy game where they just run it down your throat the entire game. Um, yeah. Jonathan Taylor got his. They just outlasted the 49ers. Jimmy G looked real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, all I gotta say about this game is get the uh, best wide receiver in the league—that's Debo Samuel, an actual quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Trey Lance, you got to see what you got from him, but Jimmy G is just really bad at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Any any thoughts on the Shanahan situation or the John Lynch situation, possibly, if this is another bad season? Because keep in mind, the only in this like era so far for the 49ers has been that one Super Bowl appearance. Right, yeah, that's true. I mean, I think Shanahan is locked in because who else are you going to get? You know, I don't really think there's any, except maybe Dabble from the uh, the Bills. Yeah, but I mean, even that. But I think he's a Buffalo. Like, he's literally born in Buffalo. Like, I think yeah. he's going to try and stay there as long as he can, even if he's not the head coach. Like, that's just home for him. So. Yeah. But, like, really, there's, like, no good coordinators. Like, unless, like, Josh McDaniel. Nah, I'm sure. Nah, Jason Garrett. That. Yeah, yeah. Like, just... I think I think that uh, yeah, Shanahan <laughs> should be locked in for at least another year. Yeah, Lynch though, I don't know. Well, Lynch may may have to take some control from Shanahan because he's been pulling a lot of the strings on like the the team building and everything. So, mm-hmm. it's showing that it hasn't been too successful. Granted that they have had a lot of injuries, but that's just part of the game in the NFL. Everyone's got injuries. Mm-hmm. You can't blame anything on that. So I think. You may see uh, Lynch take a little bit more. You may start doing a little bit more if if they don't make the playoffs, which is looking like they're not going to. The mm-hmm. the, the ship on the division has completely sailed. Yeah. But then we have our Monday night game, 13-10 win for the Saints. Uh, awful um, game and an awful ugly, week of football. Ugly, awful way to conclude the week. Um. Yes. I mean, they, they hit DK Metcalf on an 84-yard pass to basically start the game. And then yeah, and I'm he sitting here like, catch. oh. He I'm has s- one more after catch. After that touchdown, I'm like, oh, it's about to be a great game. We're going to just up and down both. And no. It, after, no, it was downhill after that. So. 
Uh, I got nothing else to say. Just an ugly game of football from both sides. Congrats to the Saints for winning, but... Yeah, I think it's best if we move on from this horrible week of football. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do our power rankings and break it up before we do predictions? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. All righty, let's get the uh, predictions rolled out here. All right, so we're going to be power ranking uh, the NFL divisions uh, Mm -hmm. from from least strong to from weakest to strongest. There we go. Uh, There are eight divisions, (laughs) and uh, to start off at number eight, I have the NFC East. Okay, Uh, my number eight. I have the AFC East. I was between those. Is is AFC East your seven? Nah, I actually have the, them at six. But okay. it's, I think that these bottom three are pretty interchangeable. Uh, yeah. The NFC East, you have the Cowboys, obviously. They're, they're not proven contenders yet because we haven't really seen you know, mm-hmm. them in the playoffs for a while. But they're, they're definitely yeah. a top-tier team. Mm-hmm. And then you have really nobody else that presents any type of threat whatsoever. The Eagles can't get anything done on offense until the fourth quarter. The The football team, they haven't performed on defense all year. The Giants, I mean, they have Jason Garrett calling the play. So, I mean, yeah. they're the worst division. I mean, that's, yeah, that's why I viewed the AFC East because, like, I think – I mean, the Bills should win that division. The Patriots have not beaten a good team. Like, they beat the Jets twice. There's no nothing impressive about that. The Bills have lost to the, like who the Titans, the Steelers. I mean, Steelers are a little bit of a dumpster fire, but Titans are looking like a decent football team. Uh, the Patriots were they like three and four? I think. Yeah. Doesn't really move me. Two of their wins are versus the Jets, so I mean they're one and four versus non-Jets teams. And who's their <laughs> other win? Who's? Let me see who the other Patriots win was against. Um, didn't they? Uh, actually, I don't know. Let's see, Patriots schedule. Let me investigate this here. Flem investigations. They beat the Texans. Oh yeah, three. that's right. That game was horrible too. So I I can't give the Dolphins are one and six. The Jets are one and five. There's nothing impressive about any of these teams here. Yeah, uh, your argument has actually moved me, and I'm going to be moving them down to number seven. I'm going to move the AFC South up to number six. Uh, okay, now our bottom's starting to look similar here. I had I have NFC East at seven. Um, I feel like the teams in this division are one slight, very small step ahead in competency of the AFC East teams. That's just my personal opinion. Maybe it's because I have to watch the AFC East teams all the time, but I don't know. That's probably some. I just think our division's horrible. I also think the NFC East is basically right there, equally as bad. So. Yeah, bad bad time to be in East Division. Uh, the <coughs> AFC South, I, I moved them up to number six because you, you did convince me with that yeah. um, AFC East argument. The AFC South, you have the Jaguars, horrible, horribly run, horribly coached. Texans, horribly run. Their star quarterback is getting investigated by the feds and wants out anyway. Um, the Colts, they still have to, you know, prove some stuff. They're looking like they could have some promise. And then the Titans, they are one of the better teams in the league. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they really only have one team that could really move you as of now. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to have them at six. I also have AFC South at six, but I think the Colts can turn it around. I mean, like, they lost to a fully healthy Seahawks team, a very good Rams team. I don't know what happened. I don't remember the what Titans, happened. The Titans. They yeah. lost to the Titans and don't they lost to the Ravens. Yeah, and that, they should have won that game versus the Ravens. 
and they, uh, I mean, they beat the Dolphins, Texans, and 49ers, which I think 49ers is a good win. Uh, they could beat the Titans this week. They're still right in the thick of things. But for now, I also have AC South as number six. Yeah, at uh, number five, mm-hmm. I have the NFC North. Um, obviously you have the Lions winless. Dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Um, then you have the Bears. Dumpster fire. Badly coached. Um, dumpster fire. Then you have the Vikings. Not a fan of their quarterback. Uh, their head coach is pretty outdated in the league. He's probably on his way out. Although I'll soon. give I'll give the credit to some Vi- the Vikings here. They are in a playoff spot right now. They're like two field goals away from being. What would they like six and one? Yeah, six, five, and, five two, and one, five, and five one, yeah. somewhere five, five and one, I think. So they're three and three right now. Yeah, so two field goals go their way. They're five and one. Yeah, and then obviously you have the Packers who are. A, a top tier team, so they mm-hmm. they really only have one team that really gets it done for me. But they have a couple mid tier teams. Yeah, so that's why they're number five. I also have the NFC North as number five. Um, number four. Who's your number four? I have the uh, NFC South. Me as well. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man, this is getting interesting. We were on the same wavelength right here. Yeah. Uh, NFC South number four. Uh, I mean, the Buccaneers, by far and away, look like the best team in that division. Uh, however, like, I don't know. I feel like the next, the other three teams in that division can beat each other on any given day, and they could somehow potentially give the money, like, give the Bucks the fuck. My my, my brain just absolutely stopped working. Holy oh. shit! Uh, the any of those other three teams could give the Bucks a run for the money on any given day, in my opinion. But uh, I just feel like NFC South is, as a whole, is more competent than any division that they are ahead of. Yeah, um, you, um, the Panthers are breaking down; they're collapsing. The Falcons are are starting a bit of a resurgence, but they're still a question mark. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Saints, they're. Staying in it, they're four and two after a really rough start. You know they didn't play; they played one home game, so um, still unknown to see what they can really do once they get settled into the Superdome mm-hmm. and comfy and everything. But um, yeah, the Bucks are obviously the defending champions. So, mm-hmm. but I think the rest of the division has has a lot to prove. Number three, I have the AFC West. <laughs> Oh shit! I also have the AFC West oh, as my God. number three. Um, the Chiefs obviously have uh, been real sluggish to start the year, but they're still the Chiefs. Broncos—they suck, but yeah. they still have a decent record. But the other two teams are pretty good at football. I mean, Chargers are what four and two, maybe four, three and three. I don't know, somewhere around there. Chargers are five and two, I think. Oh my God, Jesus. Are they actually? That's fucking yeah, they wild. are. Oh, they're four and two. They're four and four two. and two. Yeah, they have the buy in. The Raiders are five and two. So both have been a kind of surprising. I think with the Chargers, like they have been a little inconsistent. Like when they're when the Chargers have a bad game, it's a bad game. Like yeah, I'm still not a huge Derek Carr guy, but I mean the Raiders' record is undeniable right now. They would be the two seed. So mm-hmm. they uh, they go into the number three spot for me. Yeah, I. I got a feeling we're going to have the same list here. 
No, our bottom was different. Our seven eight were, but true, true, true. All right, let's hear it. number number two for you. I have the NFC West. All right, I I have we are different. I have the NFC AFC North. Okay, okay. Uh, I have the NFC West. If you asked me at the beginning of the year, I think everybody would have had the NFC West yeah. number one. But currently, the Seahawks don't have Russ, and even with him, they weren't anything. Imagine yeah, it, you know. 49ers haven't lived up to expectations. Yeah. The 49ers are in dismay right now. The Cardinals and Rams obviously are, are two of two, the best teams in the entire league. Yeah, like two of the top five teams right there for sure. But so. I feel like those bottom two just aren't carrying enough weight to be considered the number one division right now. I, I do have to agree with you on that. But I'm going to stand my ground here. Uh, you know, NFC West, I mean, you could – like both Cardinals and Rams, I mean – the Rams I have is my like I had my Super Bowl team as the Rams before the season. I mean, granted, there's Matt Stafford by or John Matthew Stafford bias in that, of course, but um, I had them as my NFC team for the Super Bowl. I had them winning the Super Bowl, so I'm gonna stand, keep them at number one for that. Cardinals completely blow me away. I mean, I say every week like there's no way this team is undefeated still, yet they are, and they keep getting better. Uh, I mean, once Russ comes back for the Seahawks, like they kind of get interesting again. I think by the time he comes back, they're going to be out of the playoff race. But if he comes back, I think I think he is eligible week ten, and their bye week is nine, which is kind of big. Because if Russ comes back after the bye week and they have eight weeks to figure things out, I mean, there's a shot that they could. If they go six and two and run the table, maybe like I mean they're two and five right now. Ah, uh, so they'd have to win this week to yeah. like. They really... play the Jaguars. Oh uh, well, I mean Geno versus the Jaguars. Hey, they win this week, puts them at three and five, and when uh when Russ comes back, if they're able to go like, what six and two, maybe I mean they'd probably have to beat Arizona in that, and maybe even Arizona twice. Like I mean, they'd have to play the Rams. They have to play the Rams, so I mean, they'd be asking for a lot. But if they can go six and two, like nine and seven, or I guess I can that see would... a seven and ten, eight and nine finish for them. Forty yeah. Niners, I have no no defense for. They should be better than what they are. Whoa! No defense for them. Um, breaking news: talking about the Cardinals, JJ Watt out for the year. Oh my God! Just came out. Surgery on shoulder. At least he got his revenge game in. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's honestly not that shocking, but no, that so. dude, that dude's held together by duct tape and glue at this point. So yeah. The the Cardinals though. Yeah. Especially when they play tomorrow. But uh, NFC North. I mean, or AFC North. So much credit goes to them. I mean, Bengals five and two. Ravens have looked like a solid team. I mean, Steelers, you never know. They're three and three. You never know about the Steelers and uh, who's the other? The Browns, I mean, once maybe they're fully healthy, they get back together, but. Yeah, I think they just have, they just don't have an embarrassingly weak link in this division Mm -hmm. currently. Uh, Even the Steelers, they're, they're three and three team. So, yeah, I, I just had to put them number one. They have the current number one seed. In the Bengals, mm-hmm. they have another the- five and two team in the Ravens. Mm-hmm. They have a four and three team in the Browns. So, fair point. Very fair point. 
I'll, I'll keep my ground for parody, though. Yeah, respectable. Uh, um, you want to get into week eight? Yeah, you want me to pull up our spreads? or? Uh, I could get the spreads. You I got wanna... them right here. All righty. Let's uh, get her going. All right. Tomorrow night on Thursday Night Football, we have the uh, Green Bay Packers without Devontae Adams, without Alan Lazard, as a uh, six-and-a-half-point dog on the road to the Arizona Cardinals. Hmm. Who you got here? You know, it's it's tough. It's very tough. I I feel like I come on here every week and I pick the Cardinals. Relatively every week. And yeah, this would have been the one game I probably would have taken the Packers. But uh, the COVID still floating around. Vaccine and all. Uh, so uh, I, 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 I got to go with the Cardinals here. I, yeah, I mean... Packers defense hasn't really looked that great at times. I mean, f- who's going to, like, what, Jair's still out? Yeah. So they're going to have, what, like, Eric Stokes and Kevin King on D-Hob, all those weapons that Kyler has to work with? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they're going to – I mean, maybe Rodgers pulls something out of his ass. It's probably going to be Robert Tunyon Day, probably going to be Aaron Jones Day. Like, I, I mean – who who knows? Like who knows what to expect from this game because of COVID. Uh, but six and a half, I'll uh, I'll go with the Cardinals by a score. Yeah, I'm gonna hammer the Packers here. Mm-hmm. I just think that uh, eight and zero oh, that's hard. Yeah, there's definitely mm. some Rogers black magic in the air for this game. That's all I'm yeah. saying. That that's what I'm seeing right here. So I'm gonna go with the Packers plus six and a half. I think they could still lose. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think they're good value at plus 220 on the money line. I may take that. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the 49ers and the Bears. The uh, the 49ers are going to Chicago. And are, wait, yeah, this is in Chicago. And the Niners are favored by three and a half. That's interesting. Um, oof. Oof. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bears on this one. Plus three and a half at home against the mid-team. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the 49ers here. I'm going to take a road favorite. Um, Honestly, like, it, it's going to be some bad quarterback play. I just, I think the, the defense of the 49ers might be able to get the job done here. Um... It's it's gonna be an ugly one though. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Niners at minus three and a half. Over under is set at thirty nine and a half. Sheesh. Hey, they haven't seen Debo. Bears haven't seen a wide receiver like Debo Samuel yet. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Now we have oh big spread, big spread. The Rams go to Texas. Oh God! Oh yeah, they play Houston this weekend to play the Texans, and the Texans are a. 14 point home dog. I, I took a, I went against the Texans last weekend. I took the Cardinals and that was like minus what like 20 or whatever. Yeah, something like that. It was ugly. Um I also <laughs> will be taking the Rams at minus 14. Uh expecting spec, crooked numbers from Matt Stafford this weekend. Yeah, I'm 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 with you there. Uh 14 two scores. I could very much see it happening. Um, 
moving on, we have the Dolphins traveling to Buffalo to play the Bills, who they lost to 35 nothing in Week 2. They are a 13-and-a-half-point underdog versus their division rival, and I'm going to be rolling with the Bills on this one. Um, yeah, Dolphins, I mean, past few weeks haven't looked uh, too bad. Um, haven't looked good. I mean, they looked all right versus the uh, the Falcons. All right's not going to cut it. All, yeah, all right won't cut it versus the Bills. But 13, I mean, divisional game, you never know what to expect. Give me the Dolphins. Nah, you're rocking with Tua, huh? You fuck it. Um, next up. We have the Titans traveling to Indianapolis to play their division rival, the Colts. This is, this is like a plus one, right? Plus uh, one Colts are Colts are favored by one and a half. Yeah, this is a potential here. Best game of the weekend. Uh, will the uh, Colts be able to stop Derrick Henry? The world may never know. I'm taking the Titans. At minus one, at plus one and a half. Where yeah. are they? Yeah, they're getting points. I'm gonna also be rolling with the Titans. Uh, they've they've been beating the brakes off of some really good teams lately, and uh, when they're getting points, I'm gonna take it. So, Titans plus one and a half. Hmm. Oh, you said that last one was gonna be the game of the week, but I have the game of the week right here, and it's in Detroit. Oh God. We have the Detroit Lions. Be uh. Three-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Lions are at home. You know, we had that, we had that whole talk about how their first win was going to be on, uh, on Thanksgiving before. Give me the Lions. Hey, plus three-and-a-half, they could still lose by a field goal. They're winning. I don't give a fuck. The Ford Field's going to be rocking. Jared Goff is going to have a, a performance like he did during the Rams Super Bowl is coming up short in the Super Bowl campaign, not the Super Bowl game, like a regular season game. He's Jared Goff's playing for his job out there. Uh, you think he's going to light it up like that Monday night game against the Chiefs? Yeah, he's lighting it up. Lions 34, Eagles 24. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right, I like the bold prediction. 34-24. I'll keep that make a mental note of that. If you're right, going to go nuts. <laughs> um yeah, I'm I'm going to roll with the You know, fuck it. Let's roll Lions. I, Let's go. I don't know if they're going to win necessarily, but three and a half. The Lions are good at losing on last second field goals. So... It's their specialty this season, so. Perfect. Um here we go. You will be in attendance as Jamar Chase and Joey B and the LSU boys head on to East Rutherford, New Jersey. Take on the Jets, who are ten and a half point home dogs versus the Bengals. Do I truth do I believe in a Mike White game? Is there such a thing as a Mike White game? I thought the spread would be way bigger. Uh the answer is no, I don't believe in a Mike White game. What I do believe in is Joe Flacco's second half comeback. Nah, I'm kidding. This is me trolling at this point. There's no <laughs> way Joe. It's um. Uh, I actually want to see Joe Flacco play for some memes. Um, I'm gonna be taking the Bengals here. Uh, yeah, this is a pretty easy hammer on this one. Ten and a half. I, I have no faith in the Jets this weekend. If they keep it within ten points. 
I don't know what I'll do. I'll go to the team store and buy a Mike White jersey on the way out, I guess. I, I mean, know. this team just went into Baltimore and smashed the Ravens, and now they're going to play Mike White and the boys down in the, in the New Jersey. And they're only get 10 and a half. Wow, that's, I got to get on that one. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Steelers-Browns. Uh, Browns are favored by three and a half at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to roll Steelers on this one. Who's playing? Like, who's actually available for Cleveland this week? Chubb is back in. Hunt is not. I don't Chubb. know about the wide receivers. Jarvis should be. Is Baker playing? Don't know. All right, I don't then, think it really matters, honestly. Then, then safe, safe say is Steelers. Then. I don't. I don't. Especially trust plus Casey. three and a half. Yeah. Najee, Deontay Johnson, big games coming for him. Najee. Najee. Um. A lot of divisional matchups this mm-hmm. week. We have the uh, Falcons hosting the Panthers. Uh, Falcons are favored by three. Now, Sam Darnold has been like radioactively bad. I'll stop you there. Falcons minus three. Move on. Yeah, true. Okay, I agree. Um, <laughs> don't even think about it. Just, just don't, don't do it. Just, just look back. Don't, don't look back. Don't turn your head. Um, Chargers hosting the Pats. Uh, Chargers are minus five. I believe they're off. They're coming off their bye week. Yeah, another. This is another. Uh, I don't know. If Vegas is tripping up here. New England has not been a good team this season, as I've uh, stated. So this one could be ugly. Um, I will then be taking the uh Chargers at yeah. minus five. I feel like. Their last game before the bye, too, they got absolutely mollywopped. So um, I think they're going to be coming back. They're going to, you know, play play with some uh, intensity, purpose, passion, and they're going to get a win by 10. I agree with your sentiment there. Chargers minus five. Here's one we talked about a little earlier, the Geno versus the Jags game. Oh, God. <laughs> It's in Seattle. The, the uh, Seahawks are favored by three and a half. Now, I am going to be rolling with the Jaguars here. I don't blame you. However, I have in, uh, some propaganda I need to get off one more time, probably. <laughs> you know, he didn't look good on Monday, but that's on pro- He had all the eyes on him. Nobody's eyes will be on him this weekend. Gino is going to lead the Seahawks to a big win before their bye week as a send-off for when Russ comes off IR once he's eligible to in week 10. They're getting a win this weekend. Give me the uh, Seahawks. Yeah, I just think that offense has looked so stagnant, you know. Tyler Lockett's due. That's all I know at this point. So I think he's due when Russ comes back. I don't know if Gino's going to be able to hit him that many no, times. Gino's got him. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Four twenty-five slate here. We have the Denver Broncos hosting the Washington Football Team. Broncos are favored by three at home, so this is basically a pick'em. Just Broncos uh, get three at home as standard. I'm going to be taking the uh, the football team of Washington here. Uh, maybe Fitz comes back at some point. I don't know, but I the fuck the Broncos until they play Drew Lock. I'm not taking them. So 
Yeah, I'm in the same boat with you here. I don't think Teddy's going to be doing much, even though this defense for the football team has looked really bad. Mm-hmm. Still, um, I'm going to be rolling with the football team. Saints, Bucks in New Orleans. Saints plus five and a half at home. Should be a pretty decent matchup. A playoff rematch from last year. <laughs> pretty decent matchup. Give me Bucks minus five and a half. There's no way in hell this game's going to be close. Actually, you never know. It could be a James revenge game. Yeah. Maybe yeah, I'm exactly. tripping. I mean, last week we said revenge game in every game it felt like. Um. I no. will roll with the Bucks minus. Yeah, I'm. St- I'm not even going to talk. I Jameis, we love you, but I'm not. I'm not talking myself into Saints plus five and a half at home. Not doing it. Not with how hot Tom Brady's been. And uh, now we have the night game. Mm-hmm. It is the Vikings hosting the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Uh, the Cowboys are favored by. Two and a half on the road. I have two words. Maybe three. I don't know if there's a space in the first word. There might be. Prime time, Kirk. Give me the Cowboys. True. Yeah, that's fair. Cowboys have looked great. Um, two and a half is pretty small. And prime time, Kirk is a real factor. So, yeah, we, uh, you, your picks have been spot on. This week. Two, two and a half is pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Hey man, hang in there, okay? Um, wrapping up the week eight slate, we have the uh, Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead taking on the New York Giants, who are nine and a half point road dogs. You know, I I, I think I'm really tripping at this point. I ain't even gonna front. I, I, this is probably the game the Chiefs turn around and I'm going to completely swing in this year. But fuck it. Give me the Giants. Yeah, I uh, I like to think of myself as a man of faith. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be taking the Chiefs because I have faith that they're going to rebound here. I, I am fully sense the Chiefs are going to bounce back and perform in this game. However... Uh, you know what? Sometimes you just got, you gotta say fuck it. So, did you um? Speaking of considering yourself a man of faith, did you see um the foolish baseball on his second channel? He uh quiz where one of them was filling in the Tom Brenneman apology <laughs> word for word. <laughs> so good. I gotta, so good. I gotta peep that after uh, this episode for sure. After this recording, that's probably hysterical. Uh, I might have to take it before he does it to see how good I can do. That's so funny. Uh, But, uh, yes, that's going to wrap up our picks here. Uh, We're going to take a – we're already at the hour mark. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it doesn't go – oh, wait. Oh, yeah, it does go. Yeah, it's going to cut off for – so we're going to take a shorter mission, set up a new recording, and we'll be uh, right back with some more discussion. Hello? Hello. All right, we're back. Supposedly, Russell Westbrook had a uh, quadruple-double tonight with turnovers. Oh, damn. He also got ejected. <laughs> what? And and they blew a 26-point lead. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. But, um, yeah, actually, I wanted to do a little NBA talk before we uh, 
went into the the Jared's Nasty Talk of the Week. Uh, so far, I mean, I I don't know what's going on in New York, man, but but something special is brewing in the garden. Let me just say. Oh Lord, here we go. I mean, we got Kemba Walker for free. And I ain't even gonna lie. I was a little worried about Kemba Walker when he was coming in. But so far If you were a follower of M Pleasing on Twitter, you have seen many tweets so uh in negative nature about Kemba. So your 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 perspective was probably, you know, shifted a bit. But uh, so far, Kemba's been playing. You know, we actually, you know, last year we had Alfred Payton. We we had Alfred Payton playing our point guard position. And and when you look at Alfred Payton, he quite literally had a burner on Twitter to defend himself. All right. So. Yeah, he was horrible. So we got rid of Alfred Payton. And I don't think people realize how big that would be for the Knicks. Uh, we don't have, we're not giving minutes to Frank Nitlakina anymore. You know, Knicks Twitter can stop with Frank Nitlakina's obsession. No more Alfred Payton minutes. And, you know, uh, I mean, Kemba's been playing good. Julius Randle's been playing good. RJ's been doing, you know, everyone's been playing good so far. I think we're like one of the best offenses in the league through our first four games. We, uh, we make the most threes, attempt the second most. Uh, we're like third in points per game, and some something else is good for us. I think like our like good shot percentage is high. So yeah, I don't know. Where, where do you see you guys uh, finishing? I think we'll probably be same area as last season, like four, four five seed. seed. Yeah, somewhere in that range. People, I'm not one of those like optimistic Knicks fans, or people are like, oh, we could be a top two team in the conference. Like I don't see us as a, a top two team in the conference, but. You know, if we can be a four or five scene, I mean, who knows? I mean, a full garden for a playoff game, I mean. Are you seeing the garden being active in June? Uh, is that when the final? When yeah, would that be? Yeah, that no, I don't, I don't think we're a finals <laughs> team. I don't think we have an answer for Giannis. That's, I think Bucks get the one seed. We get the four. Maybe we win a first-round series, which I think would be big. But then – uh. Yeah, I mean, we beat the Sixers last night, which was massive. That was, yeah, that was crazy. I mean, it was a great game. I mean, Emmanuel quickly dropped his college teammate. Oh, chills. Absolute scenes. But, um, yeah, so far, 3-1. and one. Lost to the Magic on our third game of the season. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with how things are going so far. So, yeah. What, um, what, what about you with uh, Brooklyn here? Can't say the same about Brooklyn, um, but it was known from the start that these pieces were going to take a minute to really gel and play mm-hmm. together. You know, you got Paul Millsap, LaMarcus Aldridge coming in. Um, the loss of Kyrie, Harden currently being obese. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just going to take time. I could see us being like a, a middle-of-the-pack team for the first maybe month, month and a half of the season, and then that's when we're really going to start to push away from the pack. But I could see, you know, maybe a five seed, maybe a five mm-hmm. seed for Brooklyn, something like that. Yeah. Um, we're, shout out to Joe Harris, by the way, who tonight um, took over sole possession of the all-time Nets three-point makes uh, list. So he's the leader all-time in, in threes for the Nets. Shout out Joe Harris. Mm-hmm. 
But other than that, um, you know, Patty Mills, he was super cold tonight. But other than that, he had been uh, off to a pretty hot start. I think he mm-hmm. was an underrated signing that we picked up to a uh, very ball handler off the bench. You know, when Harden's on the bench, guy can shoot, he can facilitate. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, it's still too early to tell. Yeah. Not exactly. I mean, you can't make a lot of judgment after four games. But, I mean, the Knicks haven't picked up a win over Boston and a win over uh, the 76ers in their first four. I mean, I, I it's just – it's joy. It's it's fun watching the Knicks again. Like, I, I can't believe I'm saying that. I haven't – you know, I usually don't enjoy watching the Knicks. But last year was fun. So far this year has been fun to watch the team. So, oh, you yeah. know. And all I gotta say is Trey Young sucks in Dykeman. So if the if the Hawks come to town, we just gotta play Trey Young and Dykeman. He's not he's 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 not doing anything. I want to see a rematch in the playoffs. It would be like the first series was really good, and the, the atmosphere... second with the buildup after like a year. Yeah. But, you know, oh that would be crazy. God, and yeah. then after he cooks you again, it would just be. Just... I might I might have to go to the first uh, Hawks Knicks game this year just to experience it. And I also know Side Talk NYC will be at that game for sure. And New York, like, the streets will be going crazy, win or lose. Like, that's just an atmosphere thing. I do want to get to the Garden this year for sure for a a basketball game, not a stick and puck game. Uh, (laughs) How is your stick puck fandom going? um, I mean, the Rangers, they're all right. I saw you talking about trades in the chat with Joe C the other day, so it seemed like you were pretty well informed on it. I mean, a lot of my, like, the people I play video games with, all I do is talk hockey, so it's like, that's what I just, I listen to them. I mean, I know, like, enough where I can hold a conversation, but then they just start talking about, like, the analytical stats and, like, like, I... How was your experience at the Devils game? I mean, like, number one, I was sitting in, like, the luxury club, like, club seats. Hey. So I had free food and drink. I was sitting like seven rows on, like it, like the seats were insane. Like I'll never be able to like do anything like that again. Uh, like, like I would never, I would never be able to purchase those tickets. Like they're like a thousand dollars or some shit. Like Jesus, yeah. But it was fun. Like I had a good time. Um, good game. Like I gotta say, with hockey, like the action goes. Uh, I think Capitals won four one. Like uh. Cap, but I, I'm not a Devils fan, so I don't really care. But uh, like with hockey, it's like there's always action. Like. Like, it's not like when you go to a baseball game, you got to wait, like, 30 seconds between pitches. And, oh, like, yeah, yeah. And, like, football, the four-minute TV timeouts. And, like, you know, none of, there's none of that. Hockey, it's like you play the 20-minute period, and that's, like, a 10-minute intermission. So, but uh, I definitely want to go to another Devils game for sure. I think that would just be kind of fun. Uh, But, yeah. All in all, stick and puck, not as bad as I thought. Once I, like, actually saw it in person, it was a lot better than, like, watching on TV. Speaking of uh, baseball, there's a little something going on in the baseball world that we should uh, touch on. Yeah, the World World Series. Um, thank God the Astros were able to win. Um, Unfortunately, know. the Dodgers weren't able to get back. Yeah. Complete the Astros-Dodgers rematch. Yeah, them not making it back did kind of kill the series. I ain't going to lie. Because Astros-Dodgers would have been a great World Series. I mean, the Braves weren't able to take game one, like, you know, give them some credit. But uh, I think game, Astros... Yeah, game two's going on right now. The Astros are up 7-2 yeah. to two in the bottom of the eighth. So it's looking like it's going to be a tie series. Mm-hmm. Not uh, too excited about it, though, honestly. Yeah, like, it's probably going to be the lowest TV rating World Series in the past decade, I would say. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, don't, I haven't really seen many people talking about it either. Yeah. 
I mean, outside of Astros and Braves fans, like, I don't really think anyone cares that much. Like, if it's on and, like, there's nothing else on, I'll probably tune in for a game, just, you know, see what's going on. But Yeah, like, I mean, I've, I've caught myself just watching regular season basketball. Yeah, right? I mean. Because the games haven't really been compelling so far. When you, can, when you can just pull up, like, NBA 66 streams and, like, you know, just watch any game you want. There's always games on TNT, it feels like, so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I mean I'd rather watch basketball than a World Series with two teams I really don't care about. So, and then and when it's like a five run game too. Yeah, so and both nights have been five run games so far, so it's literally I could care less. I hope the teams have fun and the umpires call good games. You know, actually, fuck it. I hope the umpires call the worst games of the season. Accelerate the robo ump timeline. Fuck it, why not? And I hope someone dies. That would be cool. Jesus. Someone gets like hit in the head with a line drive. Don't care like who who gets hit. Just I want to see. Well, your boy, your boy Charlie Morton. Yeah, didn't he like break his leg last night or something? Broke his fibula, I think. Yeah, and he like struck out the side on a broken fibula. That's pretty impressive. Guys, actually, I do kind of want that. Like, if the Braves won, that'd be cool because Charlie Morton getting a ring with you know after he pitched for the Rays would be cool. Like Freeman getting, I mean Freeman, least swaggy player in baseball, but him getting a ring <laughs> would be kind of cool. Um, yeah. I mean, who else is on the Braves that was like sort of interesting? Albies, Albies, yeah, Austin Riley, Astros. Eh, I mean, I could care. I don't care that they cheated anymore. Like that, it doesn't even bother me. Yeah, every team. I mean, literally every pitcher in the league was cheating. Like yeah. so. So, I mean, if, if we're going to complain about the Astros, then we have to complain about what there's 13 pitchers on a team times 30 teams. It's a lot of pitchers. I don't even want to try and do that math. Yeah. Who do you got winning it? 390 pitchers. Um, I got the uh, – I said, like, Strohs and six from the start. So, if, especially if Morgan can't pitch again, unless he's going to pitch on a – Broken fibula, which if he does, just put him in the hall. Like, that's generational stuff. <laughs> but uh, I'll take the Astros. I feel like that's a safe pick. Yeah, I, I got the Astros. Strohs in five. Fuck it. Yeah, they win the next three after tonight. All right, I like it. But uh, we can talk some Jersey Dynasty. Always gets the league excited when they actually decide to listen. Well, they it gets them seething with rage. Most yeah, when, when we post angry so. comments, angry when, when comments. We post it and they all get angry. Now nah, so. our power rankings get. I mean, that's the point. I guess that's the point of them. Yeah, get some conversation going. But uh, so last, be able to block out the haters. Yeah. So last week we had party animals beat the beats. Uh, you take a win over the boy, the school boys. Much needed dub. Yeah, big dub for you. Step Bros win over the Top Guns. Uh, Omar Little and Associates win over <laughs> the One Liners. I'm saying it every episode for the rest of the year. And Salty Dogs with a win over the Hippos. What a year for the Salty Dogs. Three and four in the playoff hunt. I mean, it's this is the closest the league's ever been, probably. They've already ex- the dogs have exceeded their Vegas win total already. Yeah, so I'm good for them. Probably closest the league's ever been. Got party animals sitting on top at five and two. Four teams at four and three with the hippos, Baders team. I'm not saying it again. Uh, top guns and step bros. Then we got the beats, liners, big ballers, and salty dogs all locked in at three and four. With the schoolboys at two and five and tenth, so uh, you know, pretty uh, pretty close to the league. I mean, 
Tons top to bottom, yeah. It's Everyone's great. still in the race. Mm-hmm. Great nobody's, for the league. Nobody's really comfortable. Yeah, I mean, no one's making moves, so it's it's hard to negotiate, man. I mean, let me tell you, like, it wasn't even like with you. Like, I I think in that one night, I hit up half the league about running backs, and it's just no one's willing to move anything. Yeah. So we'll a see. A lot of guys don't have much to move either. Yeah. With all the injuries and the committee back, you know, it's it's. Yeah. I I think these next three weeks will determine who will be selling and who will. Be. We don't have a trade deadline. Is the trade deadline just playoffs, or is there? Do we actually have? Maybe one? it's like Thanksgiving or something. Yeah, but I think these next two three weeks could like decide who will actually be selling and who will be a who will be holding out for the rest of the season. So, but then uh then we have this week. I'm looking at week nine. Uh, should be an interesting one. I have to say, uh, hippo schoolboys. Uh, Bader versus Vaz. We have one-liners, party animals, and you versus Step Bros. So, yeah, Step Bros week, um, real important for the season. I'm sitting at three and four right now. Mm-hmm. Um, getting a win over the Step Bros, putting us both at four and four. That would be real good for me in the standings. I already have a uh, memes in my camera roll for when we lose this game. I got I got some bangers coming if once when the beats inevitably lose this game. After being like, we're going to be the third highest scoring team, and Billy will be like the second highest scoring team. We're just going to lose. So I've given up all hope. Hey, half, half the team plays on Thursday. So if this Thursday night game isn't good, then I'm cooked. Well, the oh, beats wow, are, yeah. The beats are cooked. Um, but yeah, so it should be a uh, interesting one for sure. So this week, I actually want to talk about uh, potential ideas for the league. Moving forward, you know, last week we talked about expansion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week I, I came with a few ideas. So my first one here is instead of the waiver system we currently have, where it goes by priority. So where like the lower teams have, you know, like salty dogs one, like stuff like that. We uh we switch to the like the auction style where you have money. Uh huh. So, like, you put bids in on the players. So, like, let's say, you know, I needed a kicker one week when my kicker's on the buy. So, I'd have to bid, like, $10 to try and get, you know, something along those yeah. lines. Not, like, actual money. But, like, almost like you get a set amount of money for the year. And then each week when waiver wire hits, you have to bid on players. But you don't know what the other people are bidding. So, like, you're just putting money in. So, like, I might need, you know, a kicker. And I might put $10 on them. But someone else might want this kicker for the long run and put like fifty on them, mm-hmm. and they'll get them because they bid more money. I think that would, that makes more things a little bit more interesting than just waiver priority determines who gets players. I like that idea. And I think it also makes it like strategical. Yeah, because you know, like let's say you only get I don't know five hundred bucks for the year, right? I mean, you know, speculation numbers. But like, you can't say week one like oh, I'm going to put two hundred fifty dollars on this guy, like. You know, because then you're out half your budget for the rest of the year. And yeah, st- I, I like that proposal. So I, I think that's one. Uh, the other proposal I had is, like, very outlandish. But something I've seen done in, like, other leagues that kind of interests me. So what it is, is it takes – so you take the average score for the league. And it basically, if you finish above the score, you get another – you get a win. I've seen this done. Yeah, yeah, and you finish below it, you got a loss. I think that I think it would be interesting for the league. You know, it would separate the real dogs from each other. 
you know, there's countless weeks where we have teams who will finish top in the scoring and just be playing a team that, you know, scores more than them, which is what's happening in the beats this year. I mean, we're three and four, but most of our weeks we're like outscoring a lot of other teams. It's just we're on the short end of the stick. So I think, but you know, the only thing by doing like an average mean would be like if there's a week someone scores, I mean, I guess that's what would make it interesting was like, let's say one week someone scores 180 points, you know, an outlier Mm -hmm. brings that total up, you know, brings the mean up instead of maybe it being like 130, it goes up to like 145 or something because of one outlier. Yeah. Yeah, and it's then, definitely uh, worth some consideration, you know. But you do know how the guys in this league do react to any type of. Yeah, I mean, these, you know, I think, you know, I definitely think we need some more spice in this league. Yeah. And you know, I think one position that is kind of, sort of undervalued a little bit, maybe not undervalued, is the uh, the tight end position. Now, There's just not enough going to go around. Right. But what makes more tight ends going around than double point PPR for tight ends? <laughs> or, yeah, like double points on their catches. I don't know about that one. This is the most outlandish of them all. But I've, So there's this one league on t- where they it's a 32-man league. <laughs> all right? And it is a non-quarterback league double point PPR tight end for tight ends. <laughs> It is it is the most outlandish thing in the world. So tight ends get double points on their catches. Um, it's like one running back, one wide receiver, a, like three flexes and one super flex, which is where everyone just puts you know the quarterback in. Mm-hmm. But um, it's interesting though because it's like you know I mean most people in this league, I mean who are you starting at tight end? Like Tyler Higby? Yeah, who, who's your tight end? And in, in JD, it's yeah, JD. right now it's Jared Cook. Right. Imagine, like, imagine one weekend Jared Cook had a seven catch game, seventy yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> right. So that would be what, like, twenty points. It would be now. Nah, be forty. It would am, be twenty six. Am, am I twisted? Twenty six. Well, yeah, with the double tight. Like, you see what I'm saying? Though? Yeah. That makes it a little bit more enticing. You know what I mean? And so I in thirty two team league, some of these guys are starting like a quarterback for that super flexor. <laughs> they are starting Case Keenum, yeah, or whoever. Yeah, they're throwing Case Sam Keenum Donald, out there. They're throwing Sam Mike Bunch. White. I mean, <laughs> well, no. So someone in that league hoards all the quarterbacks on their Smart. bench. So he has like he literally just every week he just randomly picks up a backup quarterback and just kind of sees what happens to the <laughs> starter. But I mean, this is it's the most outlandish thing of them all because it completely breaks scoring. But I think it'd be kind of interesting, you know. I think more people would actually care about their tight end then. Because I mean, like me this year and most of the leagues I'm in, I'm rolling like Tyler Higby. Yeah, you Dalton. are now, buddy. I just reestablished tight end you in that league. I mean, I had Tyler Higby in three other leagues already, and I absolutely love the guy. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I'm rolling out like Tyler Higby, Dalton Schultz. <laughs> those, those have been the tight ends I'm rolling out. This is the only league where I actually have like a guy who's considered a top tight end in Darren Waller. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw what Foster Moreau did this past weekend in uh in Oak in Oakland or in Vegas, excuse me. Waller, a system tight end. Yeah, that's probably, if I speak, I'm in trouble, man. But you, you, you know what I'm implying here. But um, I mean, who knows? You know, I just I like to speculate rule changes. I think 
I think there's, you know, I mean, I know we're getting the extra flex next year, but I think there's got to be some more ways to spice the league up. I'm always looking for new things, you know, stupid things too at that matter. The stupider, the better, in my opinion. So, you know, if, I'm not saying go point per completion or anything like that. Like that's that's way. Yeah, most of that. that no, was that imagine point per carry. <laughs> yeah, like what? Like imagine just having Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, he had 35 carries this past weekend. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, point per like that's a joke too. Like, I don't know. I think there's a lot of ways though where Jersey Dynasty could be spiced up by adding. Like, I actually think the waiver thing would be kind of cool. Kind of yeah. Fun. Th- that's my favorite out of the ones you proposed. Yeah, double point tight end. That's just it's a straight meme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then what was the other thing I even said? I don't even remember. It was something stupid too. The waiver thing I actually want to like discuss with Vaz. I think that would be fun, like to actually bring more strategy in. Yeah, and like I don't know, because literally waivers every week is just you put in two claims and you hope waiver priorities on your side for that time. You know. Yeah, well, I wish you the best of luck in getting that done. Well, with the way that these guys. Now, yeah, actually, because now it's a democracy, so the whole league's got to improve on it. So. But maybe they'll see. Maybe they'll see it your way. Maybe they'll see the light. Yeah, the light I'm trying to shine on my my crazy ideas. I see on tic- the crazy ideas I see on TikTok, where I'm like, you know, that'd be kind of fun to like implement a fantasy league. Maybe that's what we should make. Like, we should just make redraft leagues like this, where it's just the stupidest things you could possibly think of. You know, I'm I'm also down for that. Like, we should just one year, like do a redraft league where we just we juice the score like. One passing yards worth like a full point, like just absolutely ruin the that, sport. Have the have the passing yards be like um the rushing yards, basically. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely ruin the scoring system. That's what we did in fantasy baseball. We made home runs worth like a hundred points. <laughs> in my fantasy baseball league, a grand slam was worth five hundred points. So like, oh my god, if you had someone hit a grand slam, you could basically win your match. We made pitches thrown by a pitcher, so each pitch was worth like half a point <laughs> so your pitcher could get absolutely shelled but if he threw 80 pitches he could still put together a decent scoring like so i think just the most outlandish scoring is fun for fantasy sports yeah we got to get a redraft going with that yeah i and get get Persh out get Persh out of the redraft i'm dogging in the redraft bro your team's nice man i picked up the ante my team is top notch i know now. Mahomes, Cup, Henry, J. Rob, Ridley, it's hard. Pittman, Deontay. It's hard to care about the redraft when how much should we all? What's it like thirty dollars? It's hard to care about the thirty dollar redraft when like one of the redrafts I do is eight eighty dollar entry. So it's like especially to snag CMC off ZP today. Yeah, how was that going for you? It wasn't too into it, even though, like, I was like, I can give you guys that can get you points now, and by the time CMC comes back, it'll be, like, one and nine, and yeah. it won't be worth it, but he was in class, so. But, uh, yeah, like, the one redraft I'm in, like, it was, like, $80 entry, plus you, we have the uh, the Vaz division, like, division champ rule, where the division champ gets 100 bucks. Oh. So I'm, uh, I'm fiending for that, man. There's also this league also doesn't have waivers in it. So like once the Monday night game ends, it's just like a free for all on who oh, you man, watch. That's crazy. So like I'll wake up on Tuesday morning after the Monday night game and it'll be like dudes picking up people at three in the morning. <laughs> Camping out. Yeah. But I'm six and one. That's all I'm saying. I'm the youngest kid in the league by ten years. I'm running him. So 
It's the uh, the old men of Food Town League. Absolute oh, wow. chills. One guy in the league's like seventy five years old. Has all the Cowboys players. It's fucking hilarious. It's one of the funniest things I've ever. That's seen. such an old man thing to do. First pick was Zeke. He has, I think, he has like Zeke, Amari Cooper's. Like he somehow won last week with all those players on the bye. I don't even know how wow. that happened. Oh, so quarterback scoring's absolutely juice. Like Matt Stafford averages four a game. I got laughed at when I took Matt Stafford on draft night too. That was the best part. I went up there. I was the last person. Like people were taking like Pat Mahomes in the second round and like all these top quarterbacks. I went up there. I put Matt Stafford in like the tenth round, and they all laughed at me. Wow. And I said, you better watch out because this motherfucker's winning MVP. Hey, they laughed at me when I took Cooper Cup in the fifth round of the redraft. I don't think Now I, he's the top scorer in all of fantasy. I don't think I – bro, that's a good pick. I mean, I don't think people expected Cooper Cup to be this good this year. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's some big fantasy, like, outliers this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's see. Matt Stafford's the leading quarterback in fantasy? Oh, Jalen that's Hurts a, is the oh my bad. Two, that, that's just week seven. Hold on, is there a way I can view like the whole season? Let's see. I'm looking on sleeper here. Hold on. I actually want to look at this. This is kind of interesting. Let's see season. Let's see. So quarterback leader is Brady. Jalen Hurts is QB two right now. Yes, sir. Kyler's QB three. Okay, interesting. Running back is Henry D. Swift, Jonathan Taylor, Eckler, Najee. Interesting. Let's see, wide receiver is Cup, Tyreek, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, and Debo Samuel at number five. Let's fucking go. My agenda's through the roof. <laughs> Shout out, Debo. Let's see. And then tight ends is Kelsey, Andrews, Gasicki, Hawk, Schultz. Hey, let's go, Dalton Schultz. Who's the leading kicker? Nick Folk. Okay, I respect it. And leading defense is Arizona. Ooh. Interesting. So, yeah, Cooper Cup leads all the fantasy in points right now. That's actually like nine touchdowns. Eight. Oh, my God. He's having a season. Yeah, he's had like a full season already. That's insane. Wow. I didn't even know Sleeper had this on the app. That's actually kind of cool. But, yeah, so uh, – Wow, Cooper Cup, holy shit. Well, I, I mean, Grant, Cooper Cup put 37 up against me this week, so I should know that. But Yeah. <laughs> absolutely fucking whipped out his schlong. Do you think Stafford's being racist at this point or what? It's got to be, right? I mean, Higby and fucking Cooper Cup getting all these targets? So like, I mean, I, I love that guy Stafford, but I may have to sit him down and have a talk with him. Yeah, like, I hey, mean, dude. bro, like Robert Woods is there, man. Van Robert Jefferson, Woods is good. Van Jefferson's there, man. Like... <laughs> Something's gotta give. I don't know, but uh, it's crazy though. Shout it's not, out like, it's not like Stafford had a guy in Detroit that had two thousand yards in a season. That yeah, happened to be black yeah. It's... <laughs> we gotta push the agenda. <laughs> we gotta push our agendas here. Once an agenda comes to surface, it gets pushed to the fullest. But uh, you got anything else you'd like to add about this week? And anything you wanna wanna mention? Nah. No, um, my ears are starting to hurt a little bit from the headphones, so I think it's yeah. a good time to. Cut I got it off, a, I got one thing to say here. Uh, Pepsi makes a cream soda now. It's a uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> I uh, I had it today. <laughs> this is just really random. Pepsi makes a, a cream soda. I had it today. So I'm not a big cream soda guy, but my people at work were telling me it's good. It's uh pretty solid. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, if you haven't tried not, the Pepsi cream not soda, not sponsored. Yet, However, 
a sponsorship I would like is Red Bull. Um, story time real quick before we wrap this up. So Red Bull came out with a new flavor. It's a, a pomegranate flavor. All right. You're I'm not a big. I, I don't really like pomegranate. No, th- I, this isn't even the fiend part yet. So the only place you can buy this Red Bull at is Speedway, like oh, the gas station. Now, granted, luckily for me, I've been uh, going to the gym recently. Uh, there's a Speedway right by the gym I go to. So uh-huh. I was able to able to go there before my, uh, my session today. Had it pretty good. Had never been to a Speedway in my life. Solid gas station. I like it. All That's right. All. Well, you also heard that here first. <laughs> so uh, folks, Speedway, Speedway, Pepsi, Red Bull hit my line for sponsorships. Um, pretty much it. No, no, nothing else, though. All right. Yeah. Good place to call it good, good place to wrap things up. Thank you guys for tuning in this week's episode. Follow the socials on Twitter at Jersey Dynasty 19 on Instagram at Jersey Dynasty podcast. Stay informed on all our new episodes coming out. Uh, thank you for all the support or hate, depending <laughs> on who you are. Uh, you know, all is appreciated. Any sort of feedback. Uh, we're coming up on episode 69. If you guys have any, anything you want us to do, uh, let us know. We'll have anything to, at all. Anything, you know. Guess, you know. Maybe that we got to make sixty nine the Joe C episode. I think. Yeah. I think that's what's got to happen. I'm. We're hitting. I'm gonna hit him up tomorrow. See when he's available. Even if we record it early, and like I can just sit on it until you know episode sixty yeah, nine. But uh, yeah. So definitely gotta get that with Joe C. Um. But yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. We'll catch you guys next week.